0: Welcome to Banking on KC. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. Thank you for joining us. With us on this episode is George Westello, the president and CEO at Union Station Kansas City. Welcome, George. Oh, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Good. And I'm so happy to have you here. Union Station is one of my favorite places in Kansas City. Mine too. And, oh, I bet it is. <laughs> yeah. There's just, just so much history there. I, I was reading that it dates back to, you're almost celebrating 110 years, I believe next year? Is that right?
1: Yes, we are. Yeah. And the 25th anniversary of the reopening of Union Station and Science City.
0: Next year, too? Next oh, year. It'll be the
1: 25th anniversary. Big
0: year, then, 2024. Big year. Okay. And so we were talking here, and some people. Kids these days may not even realize that this was once an operating train station. It played a huge role in both the World Wars and today it hosts a science museum, a planetarium, mm-hmm. all kinds of different exhibits, office space, and a lot of restaurants, the Extreme screen It's
1: everything Kansas City always wanted to be, right? Yeah, you
0: can find huh? all kinds of things there.
1: And you can even find... Taylor Swift, right? We're gonna oh, be yes. doing the movie sometime this week. Right, right. Yes,
0: I'm glad you pointed yeah. that out. And Amtrak still operates passenger service. We're still out doing it. a so quarter was, of a
1: million people every year out of there.
0: I have read that Union Station is a living history. We just talked about some of the the past history, but. What do you mean by a living history? You know,
1: if you think about Union Station, it's when people came together on both sides of the state line to save Union Station some 25 years ago, they wanted a center where people came to celebrate, to be educated, to be motivated, and also to learn. And now the 25 years later, that's exactly what we have become. Many people don't know that we own all the collection of the Kansas City Museum or a good portion of that. So we maintain that. But that's the history of Kansas City, and it's on display obviously at the Kansas City Museum but we have those artifacts so when we do those histories and those exhibitions the largest artifact in the collection is Union Station an 850,000 square foot 17 acre complex that operates 24 hours a day seven days a week as the visual voice of our community now so it's a pretty exciting place when you just walk into the building and you look up at the Sistine Chapel and you look at that and you say This is my home, and it truly is everyone's home, and we're creating history every single day. We don't know who's going to walk in the store. So a couple of weeks ago, we don't know what memories we were creating when everybody was coming down to take pictures in front of our Queen Bee for Beyonce concert or or when we're doing it for the Chiefs game. Everything has a memory for those individuals that are there at that moment. It could be a special needs child that's in there for the very first time coming into our quiet days at Science City, or it could be the first time that someone has a chance to go explore the planets in the planetarium were just coming with their families to learn and understand the history of Auschwitz. I mean, that's what Union Station is, and, and that's what it's happened over the last 110 years. It was the largest construction project in the history of Kansas City uh, at the time. It cost $4 million to build back then. Can you imagine? No. But it cost $48 million to get all the train tracks there. So yeah, it's a living history, and every day is something new. Every day is a new story. Every day is a memory. So it's kind of fun to watch it all happen.
0: You just commemorated that, just the words that you just said with this new and reimagined visitor's entrance that you unveiled just a couple of weeks ago. Tell us about that.
1: The thing that I am always so taken aback is when there's somebody that walks in the door and there's always a story there's always a story that they want to tell their children, their grandchildren. And so Ramon Margia, which is our first Hispanic Latino chairman had served nearly five years, has stepped down after the time. And, and what a wonderful leader he was. He created our first early learning center in Science City. He also held us together during the pandemic on his watch. We brought Auschwitz to Kansas City and Maya and then also... He was the one that started our campaign for now and forever to ensure that Union Station has the endowment to make sure that it's here for generations to come, because we don't know who we're educating today in Science City. We don't know exactly that young girl and who she is in the fourth grade. She may be the one that finds the cure for cancer, or maybe the next astronaut. That's the things that we're doing. So Ramon has been an instrumental leader, an amazing leader in our community. We haven't had a lot in the last 25 years. We've only had three chairmen, and he's our, our third. But under Ramon's watch, we saw a great growth in Union Station. But we also saw the culmination of what Union Station truly is, a place where everybody comes to gather and celebrate. And when I mean everybody, I mean everybody feels welcome. So when you think about Auschwitz, If you don't have diversity, equity, inclusion, what happens? You have the experiences such as the Holocaust when you don't understand others. And what we've done during his time, so did an exhibition called Maya. Right after that was the rich history of the Mayan culture, the Hispanic Latino community, and we worked very closely. We also engaged and invited the Nelson to bring one of their stellas in that had never been out of that uh, museum before. So engaging that community. And then we even at the very end did a Hispanic art show featuring young people and their art of the Hispanic community. Local. Local Kansas City artist. And then it was all put together by a man by the name of Chico Sierra, which is one of the internationally known local Hispanic artists. He was also the one that created one of the most successful hearts in the heart parade where he did it in the Mayas. So we we had this program where you had 500,000-year-old pieces next to brand new pieces of kids that have created this artwork, artists, many of which uh, attended the Kansas City Art Institute, a celebration succession. So we wanted to find a way to uh, celebrate his fine gift and being on the Kellogg Board of directors, Country Club Banks board.
0: Yes. Thank you for mentioning that. So we, yeah,
1: right a little bit. So, and, and he was also on the Nelson board. So his handprint has touched so many institutions in Kansas city in the way that he did it in a quiet, calm, peaceful, and very respective, knowledgeable way. So we hired Chico Sierra And we said, we want to do this. We want to do something that makes everyone feel welcome. Because you can come down to Union Station anytime. And you can see Quintanera, where the entire young girl there she is at 14 years old, getting ready for her coming out with her her beautiful dress on and and the court. And we're taking pictures. That's a memory for children. So when we hired Chico, we asked him to do that. And we said, let's take one of the entrances where everyone comes in.
0: This is a north entrance.
1: It is the one closest to Uh, 1,400 parking spots uh, to the north and to the west and all the students that come in as well and the school groups that come in. And we asked him to paint a mural that represents our community today and what happened in our community under Ramon's watch. Worst pandemic, the first children's museum, and he imagined that in our Hispanic culture and his Mayan culture that he's able to paint with. And he even painted on the ceiling to be reminiscent of the Sistine Chapel. So when you walk in, it is Union Station today, and it says, welcome, and it says it in Spanish. It, 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 It says it in Hebrew. It says in Sfarsi, all of the languages of the things that we had to do at Union Station during its time. So it's very welcoming and everyone can see themselves in it. Uh, And then there's all these icons that that Ramon had to do with, but something really special. Chico wanted to communicate all the things. You'll see Liberty Moore. You'll see the Nelson. You'll see soccer. You'll see the first picture of the trains from CPKC the first time under his watch that they came together at Union Station, the 13th Railroad. You'll see um, the shuttlecock, as I said. And and you'll also see in one little corner, Chico wanted to do something special. And we know that the familia is so important in Kansas City. It's all about communities and families. And we never forget that. So he painted, we, we snuck a picture of his mother and father that came from Murelia and migrated to the United States and then grew up, they all grew up in the Argentine district. So you'll see the church.
0: Oh, how nice, yes. And you'll see
1: his mother and father's picture from the 1950s. So that tells the story to him, but more importantly, it tells the story to our community of equity and inclusion. We don't have to have a written statement, which we do on diversity, equity, inclusion, we live it and our team lives it. And we want to tell that story in a regular basis. So that'll be the new entranceway.
0: And that's what it really is, is living it. It's not a statement. The statement is living it out through your actions.
1: So I made a call to, to country club bank, uh, because you know, I opened my very first bank account in 1968, 69 with, um, Jan Stinnerud here. So oh,
0: yes, we've had him on the show too. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: Jan opened up my very first account. And so, um, We knew that uh, Ramon sat on the board of uh, Country Club Bank, so we made a call and we told them the vision of what we had and their their rich history of their family and how that infiltrated and really has changed our community, the givenness and the brilliance that he had and the commitment to make Kansas City and St. Joseph a better place to live and work. And uh, they came together and said, we want to support this effort. So thanks to them, we were able to bring this together because we are a not-for-profit, a 501c3. So we don't get any state, local or federal dollars. People don't know that. We operate Union Station on earned income. So That's why customers are so important to us.
0: And Country Club Bank, I know, is very, very happy to do that. I think it's just brilliant that you chose an entrance, a gateway to do this. You could have- sectioned off a part of Union Station and, and had the mural painted there. But the symbolism of it being in the, the north side there where all the school children get off because children especially are so receptive to making friends and to being accepting. And, and so, so that you would have it there where everybody's entering and going through a portal, so to speak. This is a gateway to all the history to our rich cultural diversity. I, I just think it's brilliant that it, it was a, an entranceway Thank you.
1: A Great um, team. Our our chief marketing officer, Michael Tritt, works so hard to come up with a strategy, but it's that entrance portal. Uh, And so as you walk by Science City and see the future, you're starting to enter, but it's also connecting you to the past. Everyone feels welcome there. And and when we have so many people uh, walking through that area, it's just another way to say Union Station is Kansas City's home. For everyone, it's nice to be able to say, sure, 54 million people saw our Kansas City's Union Station for the NFL Draft, and 360,000 people were in front, or they saw the the Country Club Bank's commercial with Union Station lighting up blue and red and green. You know, but it's still our home, and we have pride in that. And I think there's not a lot of places in the United States that can say that. We are Kansas City's uh, Empire State Building.
0: I like that. I haven't heard that before, but it's that's a very appropriate comparison.
1: We are a living monument.
0: You've also created a scholarship fund along with this entryway uh, that you started along with it. So tell us about Correct. that.
1: Correct. So one of the things that you know becomes challenging is to educate students, all students, to come to Experience Science City. And one of the key... Pillars of Union Station is STEM education, and the key on science, technology, engineering, and math is vitally important. So, we have to find a way for students to be engaged in parents and make sure that it's economically available. And one of the areas um, that we do is we send a significant number of children, underserved students, from uh, schools all over Jackson County, thanks to Jackson County and Eastern Jackson County. But we also know there are many other communities, especially in the Hispanic Latino community, that we want to engage in them to be part of that. So this is one of the structures that we'll be setting up to encourage on our astro-science area, especially in our planetarium, because it's one of the best in the country. And we want to get more kids early on engaged in the Arvin Gottlieb Planetarium. And that's some of the areas that we'll be focusing on. And Ramon was instrumental to help us raise a significant amount of money for sending children to Maya. And when we had a chance to watch Maya and see the exhibition, it was a multi-generational experience. So when we go into the Hispanic and Latino community, we know it's familia and we know it's important that the family comes. And so it was great to see grandmother, grandfather expressing to their children, grandchildren, what was going on and they could tell their story at the same time. But it's also quite impressive to watch. We did many things with the young Hispanic um, groups through the Chamber of Commerce, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the young Latino group. And and that really engaged it. And, it. and then it opened a door with the Smithsonian. Many people don't know that we are an affiliate of the Smithsonian.
0: Right. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. How is that affiliation benefiting Union Station? And then by extension, how is that benefiting all of the Kansas City residents who who visit Union Station and all the tourists who come through?
1: Well, it, it shows like this that we're able to tell those little nuggets. So the Smithsonian is affiliates. They're affiliates all over the United States. We're one of the ones in Kansas City. And that allows us access to collections. It allows us access to programs. So we've done a lot of programs. We've also even lent some of our artifacts that are actually at some of the Smithsonian institutions in D.C.
0: So it's been reciprocal.
1: Yes, of course, Uh, especially in the African-American Historic Museum, the most recent one. But opening the door to that, when we reached out to the Hispanic community, the uh, Smithsonian called and said, you know, we're going to go out in the community and we're doing a listening tour because we're going to be building a new museum for our Hispanic community. Uh, I think it's going to be called the National Hispanic Cultural Museum uh, by the Smithsonian. Don't hold me to that. But it will be built, be very similar to the the Native American Museum, the space and aerospace, the the African-American community. So they want to do a listening tour. So we hosted that and we brought in all the communities in different Hispanic and Latino communities. We went out to the community to listen and say, tell us what that museum should be. What would best reflect your culture, your experience, and what do you want others to learn about the rich Hispanic community and Latino community? What does it mean? So we were able to do that. And then also we have a, a pretty spectacular exhibition on the uh, main entrance on the rail postal service and when you come into union station there's a whole story about the mail system and how the railroad the postal workers did it's really interesting that uh, geha was created by and that was for the public uh, benefit of the rail workers because they didn't have any health care and that's how it started
0: Ah, oh, that's incredible so a little nugget yeah
1: so it tells you this whole story but we worked with the Smithsonian, and we had the director of the Smithsonian Postal, museum. There's a big stamp postal museum in Washington. He came as we unveiled that. So it tells the rich history there. So that's a little Smithsonian uh, piece of the information. So there's so many things that that people have to go and adventure at Union Station. You never know what you find.
0: You've mentioned Auschwitz and you've mentioned Maya. Uh, I know you've had some other exhibits and some other programs that have been part of Union Station's diversity efforts. And just talk about some of those and especially if you have some coming up that people you know if if they've been you want to see okay so
1: you want the super super yeah yeah, you know (laughs) you're not going to get it i'm sorry i I love you but no it's not going to happen
0: tell us what you can i know some of them have been you know they're here and gone uh and but they're relevant still they speak to uh your inclusiveness so so tell us about some of those as well and then if there is anything you can share about anything that might be upcoming that'd be great
1: so We've done things uh, dating back the very first one. I've been at the station for nearly 15 years to oversee the the challenges and and the the, the turnaround with Mike Haverty and Bob Bernier and Ramon and our great board. Um, And we've done things such as we, we had Diana. You know, we had her dress more than anybody else and it really set us on the stage for an international exhibition a good portion of my time goes to try to find these exhibitions and invest in them and work with them it took us nearly five years to get auschwitz here before it went anywhere else
0: and there's only four places in the country i believe that that earned that yeah
1: and so we were very fortunate for that Um, and we've done that we've done america i am which was the history of the african-american we had the original gates that All the slaves went through before they came to the United States and the ships, as well as Martin Luther King's chair that he sat in in jail, as well as Alex Haley's typewriter. So there's been some things we we did Pompeii, you know, so we had all the artifacts for all my Italian friends and all my family. Uh, We brought all those people here as well. So those artifacts were stunning. And so many more just fun things like art of the brick. and, 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 And it goes on and on and on that that we've had a chance to do things. We've done Da Vinci. So I think what we do is we bring those international exhibitions to Kansas City for a short time to a location where people feel comfortable and welcome and they it's not like oh i'm going to this museum and do I feel comfortable? Do I not feel comfortable? And then we're able to partner with people like the Nelson and others to really elevate the community. So those are some exciting things. And uh, we have an an exhibition opening uh, this week, which will be on um, Brickionary, which is a brick exhibition. So it's kind of fun and creative for kids. And then uh, we open up a we have a major announcement on November the 1st. Where we will be announcing next summer's exhibition, which will be um, a blockbuster international exhibition. It's only going to very few places in the United States. Can't tell you about it, but let's just say. But
0: we got about another week. We got about another week. I,
1: I think, you know, when you wish upon a star, you just never know what can come to Kansas City. There's a hint. Well, these
0: days I don't think there's too many non-believers. I, I mean some of the things know, we've been getting you here. You never know. So
1: <laughs> just be just keep keeping your eyes out. Maybe you put some cheese down and you never know what will show up when that cheese is there.
0: That's right. A couple of more hints. You'll That's know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving <laughs> I, I, you're, you you're enough hints. You're leading me there. Yeah, you're you're leading me there. No, what I think is just really great about everything that you've said, if you want to wrap it up in a neat little bow, is that you you combine the rich history of Union Station itself and all the different people from all different walks of life and backgrounds who have walked through there throughout the 110 years that it's been in existence and, and, and just the mingling of the cultures there. And then with the exhibits to help increase our understanding of the contributions of various people and of different backgrounds to our city. To our country and just, you know, globally as well. And then you have places like Science City and and, and the STEM work that's going on there with youngsters who may not have had access to that. And so being inclusive as to who has access to those kinds of resources, all under this one roof in this one building, just so many feet that have walked through that, so many different people. History
1: is alive. You know, when when you walk on there, Truman walked on there, Eisenhower walked on there, Walt Disney. Walked on Mm -hmm. those floors, you know, and then just regular people that said goodbye. Henry Block was kissed goodbye at the front door by his mother to go defend our country against the Nazis. And then he came back and every single day in the season when there's a fountain season, his spirit is in front of the building. Bubbling over and you see his spirit right there and, and the moment of time and all the displaced people that came to the United States during Auschwitz and during the war. So all of it. And then when you go into Science City and you see that, uh, thanks to Burns and McDonald and, and, and our battle of the brains, you know, we've completely changed, thanks to Burns and McDonald our science center, because everything has been redone, but it's been done by kids. So what we do is we have this great program where we go out to schools and we say, help us create the next exhibition in Science City. And the schools come to 800 schools come together each year when we do this. And then Burns and McDonald's says the winning school. Gets $50,000 for the school, but we're going to give Union Station $1 million and we're going to work with those kids to create the next exhibition. So just two weeks ago, we opened up our first robotic exhibition and Jarvis, the robot, talks to you. Of course, Jarvis Hunt was the designer of Union Station, but it's kind of fun, right? And it's all kind of unique. It's Kansas City's visual voice and you never know, we're always doing something that sets the emotion to Kansas city and touches their hearts. And we'll be doing that over the next few days. And by the time this is broadcast, you'll know what we did tonight or actually tomorrow night. And it tells the world that Kansas city has a heart. That's why we're the heart of America with people,
0: yeah, we're the heart of America. We're right here in the center of the United States, you know, where where, where uh, people went off to on their westward journeys. So yeah. many crossings right yeah. here in Kansas City, all through Westport Landing. Uh, absolutely, uh, thank you so much for coming, and and talking about Union Station, its rich history, uh, where it's taking Kansas City into the future, the opportunities that it's presenting to so many people, and, and for telling us about this wonderful new visitor's entrance. And, you know, thanks to you, thanks to Country Club Bank, and, and Ramon, too, who helped to inspire this. Uh, grateful to all of you.
1: I, I think it's, it's really great. I think in Kansas City, we must always recognize those that have had an impact on our lives and that have touched our lives. Mr. Thompson was one of those individuals for me. He touched my life when I was in high school because uh, I knew him when I was in in high school. So it really had an effect on my life as well as so many others. And I think that's what's key about Kansas City. We have these mentors that are important to us that touch our lives and that their lives continue on through it. And I think that's most important. And we see it every single day.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here.
2: You're welcome. Thank you. This is Joe Close, President of Country Club Bank. Thank you to George Guastello for being our guest on this episode of Banking on KC. Country Club Bank is pleased to sponsor the Ramon Mergia Visitor Entrance at Union Station, named in honor of our distinguished board member. As a family-owned, multi-generational bank, Country Club Bank has invested in Kansas City's success for 70 years recognizing that people from all walks of life and backgrounds are integral to the vibrant tapestry of this place we call home. The new entrance showcases multiple languages and visual references, representative of Kansas City's diverse culture and history, reminding the more than two million annual visitors to Union Station that Kansas City welcomes all. Our hope is that this entrance will be a symbol of unity and prosperity for all who pass through, as you step into the Ramon Murguia Visitor Entrance, we invite you to join us in creating a more vibrant, diverse, and inclusive Kansas City, where all are welcome to explore, learn, and prosper. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're banking on you, Kansas City, Country Club Bank, member FDIC.